I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in this week. I hope your week has been great. Um, We are getting ready to plant some more stuff outside because the cold snap is, I hope, kind of finally over. We'll see. Um, So I'm really excited about that. Always love being outside. And I'm not going to talk about the weather, I promise. Okay, so this episode, I wanted to talk about just the culture of sex. Um, Kind of more broad than that, I guess. But um, just... I don't know, you guys, if y'all watch any TV whatsoever, so we have Prime and then we have, we just turned on Disney Plus last month. Um, and I've always have had like hesitancies about Disney anyway, <laughs> because of certain stances. We had Netflix before I turned it off because I don't know if y'all remember that big um, controversy over that one movie now that I can't even remember, but it was like these little girls literally I think they were like 11 years old and they were you know gyrating in the floor I mean they were dance teams so I guess if you want to ration that was okay but you know whatever it was just um you know just this climate of pedophilia is what it what it is and I don't want to give my money to people who are especially outright like hey this is what we're making in your face like no I know a lot of things that we are um joined up with whether it's your bank or whatever they give money to certain organizations that are crap um that support unbiblical things but I think it is kind of hard in certain ways to get out of absolutely everything um as far as what your money goes towards and what you support but I do especially think if something is in your face um super unbiblical like get out of that if you can uh so Netflix was one of those things and especially they had also threatened to boycott filming in Georgia if I think one of our laws like if we voted in one of our laws about something to do with abortion because you know they're very pro killing babies and I'm like why why are we giving our money to corporations like this I mean yeah are they still going to get money from other people sure but I don't want to have you know that on my conscience that I'm giving money to people who are really um they have a a mission and an intent on doing these things um in our society and I I just don't I don't want to have any part of that so anyways um all that to say I think we still have prime and we've got disney plus so I'm very picky about what my kids watch um just cuz I don't want them to be influenced in things that are unbiblical and if you're listening to this podcast this podcast is walk with Jesus so I'm wanting my kids to see what it looks like to walk after Jesus and what God would be about what the Bible says so I don't want to put things in front of them that is going to be contrary to what the Lord says and that I mean is so across the board I think um you know, in Florida, this whole don't say gay bill, which, you know, how if you're um, been kind of reading the news, you know, there's a big uproar about that. And Disney is coming out and, you know, taking a stance against that, which is the bill doesn't say don't say gay, but it's saying, hey, don't talk about sexual orientation with anybody who's eight years old and younger in schools um, for teachers. And I, you know, as far as that's what I understand it to be 
to me, that makes all the sense in the world. Um, I know everybody's got their own opinions about it, but um, but Disney, you know, came out and was like, well, we're just going to really make sure that we are influence, influencing people by our art. Um, I don't have an exact quote uh, in our movies and things like that um, for the message that that we want. You know, we support and, you know, all the all the homosexual, transgender, all these kind of ideals and. Um, you know, truth be told, like Hollywood's been doing this since forever, um, with, with incorporating different sexual things in there, but it's not, I, I, I want to challenge you guys to, to one, put your money where your mouth is, you know, for the most part, I know you're like, well, everybody's got something, you know, bad that they, you know, pay money into, or, uh, some companies always promoting something bad or what, like it will never be able to do anything. Yeah. But you know, cut where you can. I I just, I don't think that we should just make the excuse of it's okay to put our money into companies that are really going out there to go after uh, children at this point with sexual orientation. Also, um, I don't even have, it's not just about like, uh, homosexuality and transgenders and, you know, these things that are unbiblical because God did make you the way you are on purpose as far as like if you're a boy, if you're a girl. Um, and sometimes, you know, in our, our sinful world, um, people are born, you know, with both. And those, I think, are the cases that are the exceptions where that does get confusing and that does get hairy. Um, but, you know, if, if gosh, if you're anybody growing up, you probably have had some sort of confusing time in your identity, you know, whether it was like sexual orientation or not, you know, just like, who am I? Like, I don't know, you know, am I, am I gothic? Am I, you know, just whatever it is trying to figure out, um, you know, where, where your purpose is. And if you're really following Christ, you see your purpose is in Christ and all these other things focus on external stuff, uh, things that don't really, you know, because you can you can be heterosexual and be focusing on um, being super seductive or you know being uh, super boy crazy or whatever it is, but it's all exterior. It's not really it's not the purpose of life. It's not going to make you happy. Um, and and we're just getting to a point where we're obsessing over it so much so that now we're we're bringing it to children. And obviously, I think there's also another agenda with it. Um, that it, why it's geared towards children, not only to start at such a young age so that they grow up and this is, you know, this is truth now. And it actually was not truth, you know, but it, they were educated in that way that it was. Um, and so it just further confuses things. Um, but I know I'm like super, super chatty. Um, I do think that we should also, to I don't know, think that it's not just... Our culture right now but if you look back golly I was uh looking at some movies to watch and I was like okay how about some like old school movies like when I grew up you know 80s 90s um and one of them and I and y'all might have seen this movie but it was the Steve Martin movie with Queen Latifah I don't even know what it's called <laughs> um I've never seen it I watched the trailer and and I was I was, I'm trying to figure out a word to use. It's not going to make me sound like an old lady. 
Um, but I was disgusted. I was so, I was angry actually after I watched that trailer because it was trash. Like, uh, I guess he signs up on, th- these details aren't really important. I guess he signs up in some dating thing answers a personal ad I don't even know she turns up it's not you know it's Queen Latifah it's not actually like a person he was expecting and I think she was like some convicted convict or something like that supposed to be a comedy movie right okay that's fine whatever I'm not offended yet um but she's in his house and he walks in and this is in the trailer by the way (laughs) he walks in and his little kid like little kid elementary young elementary age has like a playboy magazine or some porn magazine and queen latifah is all proud of herself and she's like oh i taught him how to read and he's like yeah dad what's a wreck and the dad goes oh my gosh you taught him how to read and then i guess you know everybody laughs and it's so hilarious and i'm like what in the world is wrong with people like what are we doing and that was back whenever that movie was made. I don't know, 90s. Um, it's my guess. I didn't go back and look per se. But um, I, oh, it's, oh, I'm so mad. I can't even tell you. <laughs> because I, you know, y'all probably have heard the other side of things with, you know, the whole don't gay, uh, say gay bill and all these is that, you know, child grooming and pedophiles and all this kind of stuff because kids aren't needing to be wrapped up in their sexual identity um, as much as, as people are, are saying they're doing this just to protect the kids and help these children. And, you know, if you don't, it's going to uh, make them really have bad self-esteem and they'll hate themselves and they'll think something's wrong with them. And, you know, uh, they'll go kill themselves and things like that. And then you look actually for the the kids that are pursuing these things, there's higher suicide rates among them than anybody um, as far as kids who are not doing those things. And I don't, I don't think we're looking at the kids' health at all. Um, and it's really not that complicated because when you go apart from what the Word of God says, you're going to get in a mess and things are going to get messy. Um, but my point, all of it, was to say that even back in the, you know, in the day, so to speak, there was so much sexual stuff in movies already. We've been letting this go on for like, I don't know how long, you know, for a while in America anyway. Um, and I'm not saying like, you know, we're the worst of whatever, but it doesn't matter. It's the, the fact that like, why, why do we have a movie back then with some little kid reading a Playboy magazine? And that was a funny thing um, with an adult present also. And, and I, I can't, I can't even imagine, <laughs> I can't even imagine like me as a grown woman having any kid, my kid or any kid, but somebody else's young kid next to me reading some porn magazine or reading, whatever, looking, reading some porn, porn mag- magazine next to me. And then, um, and then that not make me look like a pedophile that should make me look like a pedophile. Why was that? a funny thing back then that was that was back then um oh, look I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to stop this so I can look and see what year this was okay maybe it wasn't so far but I mean, it was 2003 but that what that's almost 20 years ago um so it's not just now where things are collapsing I think um 
I think if you're not following the Lord, you're going to produce things that are ungodly. And one of those things, you know, is going to come out in, in the arts, right? And the movies and the music. I mean, just lyrics, lyrics, um, where it's promoting hypersexual stuff or, you know, drugs or violence or whatever it is. I mean, some of these songs, just listen to the lyrics and you're like, even songs that you grew up in and like you grew up singing, you're like, hum, hum, and then you're listening to the lyrics now and you're like, what? And what? <laughs> How was I allowed to listen to that song? Um, and I don't know. I just think that we should definitely remember there's nothing new under the sun. Um, humankind has been, you know, born into sin uh, because of Adam and Eve's choices and the spirit dying. So you're born into sin and um, it just keeps perpetuating and unless, unless you um, ask Christ into your heart and your spirit is revived and you can live in in the spirit of the lord um and and right now it's just i uh i had and okay mm, i'm sorry <laughs> i don't know why i'm so irritated <laughs> i'm so irritated about this whole topic um and maybe because i'm so irritated because i do have kids and i told my husband the other day i was like you know what? i'm just gonna turn all this stuff off why am i battling with it i'm gonna have to look over up every single movie to see every single thing okay you know what technology that's that's pretty quick. My kids get aggravated with me about it. You know, okay, I get it. But also, um, and then shows that I've been letting them watch for years that, you know, I have screened before and it was fine, um, have been changing to now they're not okay to watch because they're pushing an agenda that I'm like, why are you, what is this? Like, can you not just enjoy life and enjoy a day? Just relax and watch a TV show without somebody pushing something. Whether it's, you know, political or not, obviously, it's usually not political. It's usually something with sexual orientation, and that aggravates me um, because I, you know, if I'm watching something and I'm an adult, I don't I don't want anybody pushing that with me either. Um, just want to sit down and relax and watch a nice story <laughs> about, you know, something happy and nothing, um, nothing about nothing. I don't, I don't need to see um, sexual stuff even with heterosexual people. I don't, um, I don't think it's probably a good idea that anybody does, honestly, because what's that, what's that going to make you think about? Sexual stuff. You married? <laughs> oh, you need to be thinking about your married person, okay? Um, you single, you probably don't need to be stroking that fire. Uh, so I just think that, you know, we got to be careful what we watch, um, and, and where we put our money, who we're supporting, um, and then I think, um, I think that's maybe what it seems like to be the difference with our American culture culture right now is that back before it seemed, you know, everything was super sexualized, um, you know, whatever. And then now things are sexualized, but it's very out in the open that it's towards children. And so it's like, what is this? Um, and I don't know. I mean, sex trafficking is a huge thing in the world. Um, ha always has been, you know, uh, so I, I don't think that again, this, these are new things, but man, people are getting real bold about it. And why is that? You know, we got the changing of tides, like people have grown, uh, cold, uh, with their love for the Lord. 
So first, uh, John two fifteen through 17, it says, Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away in the lust thereof, but he that doeth the will of God abideth forever. And I know I've read that one before, um, but it is so true. Like uh, back in high school, I had this back in high school I had this dream I remember this dream because God talked to me through this dream and I just remember um the Lord was telling me like you know the world is destroying itself we're destroying ourselves because we will not repent of our sin and uh and I remember feeling you know just a sense of urgency because I knew God was coming back like so soon at that point and I was like oh my gosh you know and I and I was sad for the people because they would not repent and turn from their from their sins and there's and I was watching them destroy themselves um from their unrepentant sin anyways I remember waking up and you know God was like hey you're not supposed to be a part of this world and this world is all about things that are against me and what is against the Bible and you're all watching and listening to everything the world puts out. You're watching movies, you're listening to music, you're involved in, um, you know, the influence and, and things of the world. And so for, I think it was a year uh, back when I was in high school, I fasted from everything secular, like movies and music and things like that and TV. And I might have talked about this in another episode. So then when I went back to watching movies and listening to music, I was so shocked by the stuff that was on TV and in commercials. It's not because I wasn't ever exposed to it ever before and I was sheltered all my life or anything like that. It was just that like you get so desensitized um, by the things that you keep seeing, you keep hearing, you know, you, you keep listening to. You're, you're hearing these things and at first it might have been like, what? Oh, that's messed up. And then you keep seeing it or you keep hearing it and you're like, oh, that is normal. <laughs> it's fine. No, that, yeah, there's no big deal there. And you don't notice a big deal till you step away from it for a while. And then you look back and you're like, what a freaking mess. So Matthew 24, 12 uh, is talking about the second coming of Christ. And it says, and because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. So if you look up the definition of iniquity, it means gross injustice, wickedness, a wicked act or thing, sin. So all this stuff is abounding, and the love of many shall wax cold. So Charles Spurgeon said this quote, and I thought it was really pertinent to today. And I think it is something, again, where if we can examine our own heart uh, just to see if this is true of us, it would be good. So he says, if the heart grows cold, everything will be coldly done. When love declines, what cold preaching we have, all moonlight, light without heat, polished like marble and as chill, what cold singing we get, pretty music made by pipes and wind, but oh, how little soul song, how little singing in the Holy Ghost, making melody in the heart unto God. And what poor praying do you call it praying? What little giving when the heart is cold, the hands can find nothing in the purse and Christ's church and Christ's poor and the heathen may perish for we must needs hoards up for ourselves and we live to grow rich. Is there anything that goes un as it ought to go when love waxes cold? Ah, um, I think that can be true of all of us at some points, you know, are you always pursuing the Lord? Are you always in love with him and seeking him and 
wanting to do the things that please him and the things that he commands us to do, you know, or has your love grown cold, like in a stale marriage, you know, um, where you're just kind of in the relationship, but you're not really committed to it, uh, with your whole heart and with that, that love and that passion. And so we all need to be that way for the Lord. Um, he loved, he loved us first, right? And so to live in a love relationship with him, we should pursue him and the things of him, and we should reject this world and the things of this world. And now I say that all to also say, all to also say, not sure that was a thing, um, but I was watching this other show. It sounds like I watch lots of TV. I really don't. Um, I might watch a show like after the kids go to bed. <sighs> Anyways, there's a show. It's called Gloria Vale, and it's about a Christian community that's in New Zealand, and they're kind of isolated themselves and they don't believe in living among the world and I don't think that's what the Lord is saying (laughs) actually I think that's very opposite um I think uh you know obviously the Puritans and back in in the day um also lived that way and I mean I guess you can isolate yourself to stay from the world but you know what's interesting too is that uh that that Gloriaville community, I think they ended up lately finding out there was some, you know, sexual abuse going on there. And obviously not with everybody there, but usually if you have a group of people, um, and then power usually corrupts people or not even power, but, um, just, you know, you cannot escape sin or wickedness, um, altogether. And, you definitely should not retreat from the world. You should not be involved uh, doing everything that the world does, but you should love them and live with them. Um, and think about John 16, right? For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have, ever, have everlasting life. Like Jesus didn't come and be born as a man to go live in the mountains by himself with his disciples and away from everybody else. Like he was there and lived amongst, amongst everybody to reach them. And, um, obviously he, you know, died for our sins and that's why he was there. But he, in his ministry, he was there reaching the people, uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen. This is Jesus. I know I've said this verse a hundred times, talking to his disciples. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Ghost. You can't go out teaching people if you're isolated somewhere. Um, So God didn't say, hey, go hide from the world. God's saying, hey, let me use you to reach the world um, with the gospel of Christ. But you have to go, you know, live with them. But don't go do as they do, though. How are you going to look any different? So you have to be the light of the world. Don't join up with darkness and put your light out. It doesn't make any sense. Um, okay, I'm done. I'm done ranting. This was a big rant. I'm so sorry. I hope, I hope I did not bring down your day. But I do want to challenge you guys just to think about again where you put your money, and if you can cut some stuff out, like what sacrifices can you can you make? You know the sacrifices of your flesh, uh, so that you're not supporting these these companies, these businesses that are outright coming out and saying, "Hey, by the way, we're taking your money, and we're going to turn out things that are going to be very unbiblical, and we have an intent 
with it. Like, just think about that kind of stuff. And then also, not only with your kids, but with your own mind, guard it. Guard your mind, guard your heart, guard your ears, guard your mouth. Um, because you want to be pleasing to the Lord and all of those things. And you also know there's an enemy out there who's using every tool imaginable to influence you and to influence the people in your life. And so you got to be wise about it. Um, so, okay, now we're moving into the song I'm picking. This is a song back in high school. Um, I, I don't want to say they're like kind of hokey, but um, but the lyrics to the song I think was really fitting. And so it's called In Not Of, and it's by Avalon. And the lyrics say, I hide me far away from trouble. The world outside me grows darker by the day. So I promise to stay here close beside him. Surely God would want his children safe. Then reading how my eyes were opened, I find that he is leading us out into the world, into the middle of fallen saints and sinners where a little grace is needed most. Come take the light to darker parts. Share his truth with hardened hearts. We are not like the world, but we can love it. Come bring the hope to hopeless men until the lost are found in him. He came to save the world, so let us be in it, not of it. And I'll link the playlist, of course, in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I thought those lyrics were really good. And um, I also want to say, too, that I don't think that we should treat people in disgust or disdain or anything like that. I mean, we, we've all um, been lost at some point and we're all sinners and even after you have accepted Christ, uh, you can still be involved in some um, unbiblical things that need to be repented of. So I just don't think that we should be out there treating people, you know, like like they're nasty and something's wrong with them. You know what I mean? Like, like look at Jesus and see how he treated people and see how um, how the disciples and the first church were they were loving they were they reached out they their whole point was to be the light to shine in the darkness and and to give hope and um and so i think that's what we should do too but also just don't in the meantime you know squash your light and and join the other side with things because that wouldn't make any sense all right also easter is this weekend and so i'm not going to record anything so the next episode is going to be april 25th and that is in two mondays so if you you know, want to hear something, you can always go back to some older episodes and listen. And I hope y'all have a wonderful Easter. And if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I will talk to y'all in two Mondays. <laughs>